Hello, and welcome to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Everyone wants to play fast. Immediately. It's like a race car. Yeah, you don't get your learner's permit and then go do the indie. Although, if anything could get me to watch NASCAR... It, it would be that. <laughs> Just a bunch of learner's permit kids trying to figure out how to drive the car. <laughs> Day one, here's like back roads in a quiet community. Day two, here's a NASCAR track. This is a race car. I'm not explaining all these dials. Figure it out. That is an interesting new method of cruel and unusual punishment, I think. For both the participants and the audience. <laughs> and the audience? Yeah. Why the audience? Well, have you ever been stuck behind a yeah. learning driver? Uh, yeah. Like, if it, if it was a race comprised entirely of learning drivers, this is, they this would is then on... have the pressure of knowing that they are racing, so that they would want to do it a little faster, but they're also terrified of crashing a car because they've never driven before. Oh, I was thinking this was on, like, a closed track in race cars. Yes. Yeah. It's... But still, they've never driven a car before. Right. And they're surrounded by a bunch of other people who haven't driven cars before. Right. And then all being watched by a throng of audience members. Including their very Cheering judgmental and parents. Cheering cans at them. <laughs> it, it would be beer. better because, if... <laughs> because they're going like five miles an hour each <laughs> for this entire race. It would be even better if the, uh, the learning drivers had to have whichever of their parents gets the most hysterical and the uh, passenger seat with them. I was going to say they all had like... Uh, I don't know if this was your experience out here, but all of our uh, driving instructors happened to be our middle and high school history professors, or teachers, rather. Our schools were so big that there was no way that we would know our driving instructor, just we, statistically. We had, like, some guy who'd just been doing it for a long time. Like, that was his job. We had some guy who was, like, a coach... Of some team and did not care. Um, he accidentally took me out onto the interstate for my first run out. Your first run? Wow. Because he took a wrong turning. Or <laughs> <laughs> directed me to take a wrong turning. This is what we're doing now. So that was scary. I guess, swim. I guess you could have this like the extra safety brake pedal installed on the passenger side. Okay. And they could bring one passenger with them. Maybe a convict. <laughs> Why? Let's just add another dimension to this race. What does the convict get out of that? Um, Pretend, uh, time off their sentence. Okay. Or just time out in the world. Time in a race car. Is that is... not reward enough? <laughs> Influencing the young minds of today. Time away from the uh, license plate crank. You know the Scared Straight program? Yeah. It's like that. Interesting. In a, Who's being scared in this scenario? Everyone. I think it's, yeah, it's a mutual Scared Straight situation. 
The convict's like, I will never rob a gas station again. Oh God, don't let me die in this car with this fifteen-year-old. <laughs> it's just—it's just a way to force them into bargaining with God. Now, is the time off their sentence based on winning this race, or is it, it based on like the impression that oh, they leave on the children? Winning sure helps. I think, sure I think winning helps. the race would be a good way to I add think, the pressure and make. I it think more that's. But like, if they're like just a really encouraging and good mentor figure for this. Teenager. Then won't they do better in the race? Not necessarily. I think the results speak for themselves. Maybe the teenager responds better to knife threats. That sounds like standardized test logic to me. (laughs) No child left behind. Look, whatever gets them over the finish line first, whatever management strategy works for them, we're a results-driven organization. (laughs) Teenracecarconvicts.com Nas teen. This would be a good show though. Would like would you watch this if it was on TV? At least once. Yeah. Just to see it. I don't know that I would become based that... on that elevator pitch. <laughs> well, we're gonna take over a racetrack track for a day and just fill the cars with teens and convicts. No, this is a league. <laughs> ah. So this isn't season. this isn't once. This is ongoing. This is not like one race out of the year. This NASCAR. is a sport. This is a new sport. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as NASCAR's done with one track, NASCON teams <laughs> comes in and races the same race. So they're racing at night to add even further difficulty. It's like the next day. Ah. Um. Or or the Saturday before, so that then they have to deal with them. There could be night races. There should be. If they want Those to, teens need to if learn. If they want to level up faster. Yeah. <laughs> also snow races. And there there will be perks to add both to their skill sets and to their cars as they, as they gain levels. You should also throw in like random driving test stuff in the middle of this. So you've got the NASCON teen race with railroad tracks there in the middle. There are occasional cones. Some cones. Uh, there's a cop in one lane, and the NASCON teams have to remember to switch over lanes and leave a lane between. You know how in Mar- it's not so much a finish line as it is a checkered box that you have to parallel park in with a hospital <laughs> next to it. You know how in Mario Kart, when you hit one of the colored cubes, like the rainbow cubes, yeah. and you get a, a random power up, mm-hmm. and when you hit it with somebody. When you hit somebody with it, then something bad happens to them. It's like that, but when you hit them with it, they have to do a randomized part of the driving test. When they're tagged by your laser, you successfully shoot another car with your laser. Instructions appear on their windshield that say, Stop as quickly and safely as you can. <laughs> they're, they're then flanked or, by two other cars, and it says, Merge safely. <laughs> yeah, just like robot automaton cars that are probably shooting around the track anyway. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This has legs. I think so. Fox has some holes in their schedule. This is true. Yeah. Clearly. They they continue to punch holes in it themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs Firefly? (laughs) NASCON teen. (laughs) Do you think the head executive of Fox who is undoubtedly old and definitely white and white and and a man I mean, it's Rupert oh, Murdoch. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, you like, mean Rupert Murdoch? Ultimately, Murdock, it's Rupert Murdoch. man in the world. <laughs> but he's, like, he's a, like, an echelon higher. There's, there's somebody under him that's head of Fox. 
Do you think they are? Jr. Do you think they have like? You have to take Rupert's name when you get that position. <laughs> you become Rupert. Jr. <laughs> do you do you think that they That's have your title? Like they have a printout of their schedule, like days of the week, time slots in a grid, and they have like a really old computer punch card that someone gave them a long time ago, and they they're still following along. Like, Wednesday, 8 o'clock slot, there's a hole here. What's there? Cancel that. <laughs> That's the only explanation. <laughs> Firefly got the axe because of a punch card and a computer that went awry. I do like the idea of your title being, like, CEO's name, Junior, <laughs> for, like, the president of the company. <laughs> Eventually, it's just... It's hey, like, I'm, I'm James Smith. I'm Rupert Junior for Fox. <laughs> It's like Caesar. Yeah. It's like being the Caesar of your corporation. <laughs> Except it's the Murdoch. Exactly. The, the Rupert. Vice Rupert. <laughs> Vice Rupert. Rupert Prime. <laughs> Rupert Beta. Let's go all the way down the list. Little janitors or... <laughs> Ruplings. <laughs> Tiny little wrinkled Ruplings running around. <laughs> Squeegeeing. Making the world sparkle. <laughs> like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> like, like their great, great grand czar's shiny old head. <laughs> oh. Ugh. He, he once said that people, if he goes into a restaurant, people will, like, stand up and clap him. Yeah? Does he does he think that? He said it. He clearly does. I don't know that I would recognize him on sight. I've not paid attention to his, his life and career that closely. It is the skin around his neck. <laughs> like wrinkled laundry. It is, giveaway. it is very recognizable. I would call it Lucas-esque in some respects. At a certain point, you have to distinguish old people by their waddles. <laughs> where they put their extra money. <laughs> That's where Rupert Mur- Murdoch stores his bank information. His billions of dollars. He's got a skin vault. Ooh. How do you open it? His throat? <laughs> he just eats his money? Yeah. And then he just opens up and like a mother bird. <laughs> <laughs> On payday. Everybody lines up and Rupert Murdoch opens his throat and spits the pay into each employee's mouth by hand. (coughs) Laying on his his nest of new Ruplings. Every once in a while a new hire comes in and extends their hand and he just says, no, no, no. (laughs) Open up. (laughs) It's not the way... Things are done around here. Receive the gift of Rupert's blessing. Happily ever after. happily ever after.